Hello and welcome to Braveheart Conversations, where we learn the art of love through brave and compassionate conversations. I'm Jillian Aurora. And I'm Marie Wallace. And we are your hosts today. So good morning, good morning. Welcome to Braveheart Conversations. I'm Jillian Aurora and I'm here today with my co-host Marie Wallace. We're so excited to be here with you. Um, and uh, thanks for joining us live, or if you're catching the replay, we're glad to have you as well. You can find us on all the places, um, Spotify, Podbean, iTunes. Uh, you can join our Facebook group, Braveheart Conversations. Um, and today I'm really excited to be talking about compassion because it's just been on my mind lately as tensions have just risen throughout this year for a variety of reasons. And you know, what got me thinking was um, I, I really try to take a walk every day and I really enjoy um, that moment of fresh air. And occasionally I will pass a few other walkers and, um, and some doggies, which really just warms my heart these days because I really miss my, mm. my puppy Apollo who passed away in September. And um, so it's just it's so nice to feel puppy face, but it just got me thinking, um, every person I pass, um, is super friendly and they smile and they say, you know, happy afternoon or good morning or whatever. And, um, and it's really refreshing. And what got me thinking is when I pass someone who's, um, so cheery, you know, I don't know anything about them. And it's a different experience than a lot of my engagements, which are now online, mm -hmm. where even if I'm just meeting someone, let's say on Facebook, I instantly see what they're about, you know, on their feed and maybe their political views and all of their opinions are straight out front. And we just have this ability to perceive very quickly if we're going to be uh, having a contentious relationship. And what hit me when I was walking was that none of that's there. I just get to see the human being. I just get to see that raw happiness and emotion. And we don't see each other for our views, what we believe or don't believe. We just see the person for who they are and that they're friendly and kind and I miss that mm -hmm. and that connection and it that's real whether it's online or not it's just we have stopped engaging that way so I think that if we were to consciously you know put all of that stuff aside and to say you know this is just another human being just yeah. like the person I pass on the sidewalk you know that's um, super happy to see me on a walk and um, we make such quick judgment calls um, as we're engaging specifically online and I'd like for us to consciously put some of that away put the judgment away and see them as a human being instead of their views because we're seeing each other so much more for our views instead of just the the essence of who we are. So Marie, 
I'd like to hear some of your experiences too. Have you had any thought provoking experience? I feel like we've all kind of had to come back to center because we've had uh, a one hell of a year. <laughs> I just think because we are so um, more, much more isolated. And like you said, the presence is, the focus is, more uh, streamlined into seeing one thing instead of the broader picture of, of our humanness, like you said, and we, we make quick judgments and we're looking at all what we perceive as maybe flaws or um, disagreements or what's wrong versus what's right. Like when we're out and about, I, I agree with you, when we're out and about on our walks, it's so much different. The space is open and, and we're just meeting people for who they are and that essence, like you were saying, just enjoying that um, human connection and interaction. And it's not, it's usually not as guarded, maybe. It's just more of we're out in the elements, enjoying this beautiful day and enjoying what's really essential in the moment versus all the things that have been packed and put on top of us that um, unmet expectations, that heightened emotion, especially here during the holidays too, because the holidays just added on to 2020, right? <laughs> so, yeah, totally. Right about finances and the unrest and I, I don't go to the malls, so that's really thankful for me because I think that would add more of this. And mm -hmm. Yeah, and I, I do sense um, a lot of the time out in the community there's this real like trying to assess you know are, are you pro-mask or not mask or you, you know there's just like oh, judgment for being in certain stores or you know why are you out why are you know, there's just so much um lots of judgment yeah and um i i think that it would do us all a lot of good to remember compassion and we have no idea what someone else has gone through we we don't know if they have a lung disease we don't know if they're shopping for somebody who's sick at home we don't know if they're you know that what that was one thing I remember um getting some flack when all of the panic shopping, shopping oh, yeah. was happening. and I hadn't been to Costco in a while and I was also shopping for two people I was shopping for myself and my mom's household because we had decided to just have me go to the store instead of both of us. And so I, there were a couple of people who made comments about how much stuff was in my cart. <laughs> and, um, you know, we just, we don't ever know. We don't, we don't know what someone's situation is. Um, and we've been so quick to judge based on our own situation and our own opinions. And, you know, what's right for one person isn't necessarily right for everyone and some people are choosing to stay home you know diligently you know they aren't, they're not going anywhere right and then some right. people um feel that that's really detrimental to their own um emotional health mm -hmm. and um and we all have to choose what our own priorities are because only we can really know what is um going to be most threatening to our health mm -hmm. um and so just giving giving other people that bandwidth to make their own decisions without making it so bad and wrong and um, a source of judgment, I think will go just a very long way. 
Um, and we spend a lot of time talking and not a whole lot of listening, right? Mm -hmm. And so if we were actually questioning, asking the question to be curious, yeah. be curious instead of making snap judgments, which creates defensiveness, right? Mm -hmm. um, so if we were coming from curiosity, I think we would learn a whole lot more about each other and uh, reasons for making different choices. Mm -hmm. And frankly, we don't really need to know their reasons, right? <laughs> Stay on our side of the street and, you know, allow them to do what they, although it is curious, I like seeing other perspectives. I do know several people staying home very diligently, mostly because they have illnesses that are very um, susceptible to being exacerbated with the, the pandemic. And so, yes, I honor and respect that decision to stay home. However, I'm also hoping for that to be reciprocated for me making the decisions that I need to make yep. for my own health. And it, it, it could be a choice of emotional health versus physical health, or, you know, some of us really need that connection and that uh, interaction to, to thrive, right? Well, and I think that's something good to remember, too, is that we've gone through this for almost a year now, and we're all tired. Mm -hmm. And people are short-tempered and um, irritable and and that's really normal you know we've gone through a whole lot and so just extending a little bit of understanding and compassion grace yeah, yeah grace is really um, necessary and helpful um, and I, I think of you know Brene Brown's words because we can't get through a, a session without talking nope. about her but um you know, generous assumptions, assuming the best of people, um, instead of assuming that they're out to get us and they're a selfish, awful human being and they're an idiot <laughs> that I hear so often, um, instead of assuming that, you know, what if we did assume, oh, you know what, I, what if they do have a lung disease? What if, you know, they've got somebody sick at home? What if, they're just trying to put food on the table. What if, what if, what if, you know, if we are um, using our imagination instead of to come up with the worst scenario, but to actually come up with the best scenario, mm -hmm. uh, I think that that's a great exercise um, because we, our imaginations have been really hyperactive this year and not in a good way. Um, we've come up with a lot of, um, suspicion a lot of suspicion about each other about our government about everything under the yeah. sun um and uh we can do that it's possible it's possible that all those things are true uh, because anything is possible but isn't it also possible to come up with scenarios that um are positive those well, are was, yeah I was thinking of that situation with you in the cart. What if you were the leader of a, a home, like a, a nursing home or something, and maybe you, your cart was piled high? It's that generous assumption that you were talking about. Yep. It's just, you know, it's who you might be caring for. It could be a host of reasons that are none of my business. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. And, and that has actually been the case as um, my mom owns several uh, vacation rentals. And so 
uh, she's not just stalking her own home. She's stalking like three other homes. So um, yeah, we, we make really quick assumptions about who's buying what and why. And um, so, you know, we don't know the backstory. We don't know where people are coming from. And um, so I think offering that generous assumption and assuming the best of people um, really, I believe in manifesting, right? Manifesting our beliefs. And if we're always assuming the worst of people, that's what we're going to continue getting. Mm -hmm. And um, assuming the best of people, yes, it doesn't mean that we don't also have some shadow to look at. And, and I don't want to say that just by ignoring um, bad behavior, it's going to go away because that's not the case. However, if there is no bad behavior that we can see objectively, don't create it. Right. Well, energy goes where focus goes, right? If I'm focusing on what's wrong in this picture, I'm going to get more of that because that's all my brain is, is going to you know, magnetically go to. Yep. Versus, yeah. Versus if I'm looking at the best of people, then I, I think I can enjoy them more and connect more and um, see the humanness and, you know, find those relationships, maybe um, growing up that relationship by connecting to our humanness versus all the things that are wrong. Extending kindness and love and I love um, that saying uh, where facts are scarce, imaginations run wild. <laughs> and yeah. I think that that's been really true of this year. And we, we have to be careful of the story that we're creating in our heads um, instead of like what we actually know to be true. Because um, we're throwing around a lot of things as if they're facts, but they're really just our brains trying to fill in the gaps because we don't have all of the facts. We don't have all the information. And so, um, so we try to create it. We try to make sense of it. And, um, and that's not necessarily a bad thing, but it's something to be aware of. It's, it's something to distinguish. Okay, this is fact. And this is like the maybes. <laughs> you know, these are the things that my brain is just coming up with to try to make sense of the situation. And they're two different things. Um, just stories. <laughs> just stories. We're really good at creating the stories. Um, you know, I'd like to go back to listening because I think that that's such a uh, important piece of compassion, listening, uh, curiosity. And um, so just reiterating some of the things that we might already know, but listening skills, um, like repeating what, what you heard someone say, I think I'm hearing you say X, Y, Z. Do I have that right? Sometimes just that little bit of clarification can go such a long way because I don't know how many times I've said to someone, I'm hearing you say, blah, blah, blah. Is that right? And they'll say, no, not really. And either it's because, you know, maybe they didn't have the clarification when they were first speaking. And so they're, we're, we're kind of in this process together, right? Sometimes I'm speaking things as I'm figuring them out. And so by you repeating it to me, what I said, I can, I can clarify and go, well, no, that's not really what I want to say, or that's not really how I feel. So, you know, we're clarifying together and it's really a safe way of having that moment of clarification. You know, did I hear you correctly? Instead of just jumping into what I 
thought I heard you say or what I know you said, right? <laughs> well, and sometimes when you hear it back, you're going, oh, I didn't mean that at all, right? When you hear someone else's perspective, you go, whoa, I, I didn't intend that at all. So thank you for repeating that back to me because now I know how it sounds on your end. And sometimes it's just a clarification of a word. A simple word and you're going oh no not what I intended at all so sorry yeah is what I meant yeah and I think just the power of questions is so profound versus statements you know I hear a lot of people throwing around statements instead of you know did I get that right am I hearing you correctly well if this is true then you know this is what I'm curious about you know that is creating dialogue instead of defensiveness. Great communication. That's essential for communication. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And when, when we're shutting it down and we're just saying, well, you're just an idiot and I'm just, you know, <laughs> your, your perspective is just. It's know, the only way, right? You're saying your perspective is the only way, mm -hmm. right? I want to also bring up um, self-compassion. Yeah. I do believe, especially during the holidays, we're kind of rough on ourselves um, and, and you know, the added layers. I, I just was thinking about, you know, some of the things that have happened this year have made things, um, have caused an unrest. Things that we used to do, traditions that we used to carry out, unmet expectations. Um, I'm just trying to think of all the things that have come up for me lately. And it's like, it doesn't feel the same. And so it causes a disruption inside and, and it makes me um, maybe more agitated, um, a lot more, um, my emotions seem more heightened, feels like a lot of um, hustle and bustle still to meet some of those things. Um, mostly and disappointments, I guess I have come up for me too, like used to do it this way. And now because of all the things going on, I can't do it that way. And so there's some sadness and some maybe overwhelm. And You know, I think there's also, I love that you brought this up because there's there's some judgment towards ourselves for wanting. Well. Yeah. So I think there's been judgment around like, well, you know, you're selfish and silly for wanting to have a holiday like the past because we're in the middle of a pandemic. So how dare you? Yeah. I heard some of that, you know, kind of judgment. Mm -hmm. um, you know, we have bigger things to think about than your desire to have, you know, the old time holidays. And um, I, I think that we really need to hold some space for ourselves to grieve those things that are different, no yeah. matter how you cut it. Like, even if, you know, people are trying to have a normal holiday, there's just a lot of barriers to doing that right now. Uh, traveling is much harder, much different. Um, everything is different. Um, so I think grief is big. Grief yeah. is huge, and and acknowledging it, it allows me to feel um, well, the compassion towards myself, but to feel more um, human and okay for having that desire, for having that that want like that just so I so miss people and yeah. so yeah it makes me more human and and um allows me to kind of balance some things out that I, I don't know just 
like you said, I miss things. There are certain things, especially holidays, that are so people-oriented, right? That's the reason for holidays. <laughs> yeah, just celebrating. We get to validate those things instead of making them bad and wrong. Like our desires really matter. And even though it can't be the same this year, um, and maybe it'll never be the same, I don't know. Um, but we get to acknowledge that those things do matter and that they are a loss and that we're grieving them. Um, and, and we don't have to judge ourselves for wanting them uh, just because, yes, there's some other, other things going on this year doesn't mean that they don't matter. Um, then we get to get creative. Yeah, we get to make new traditions. We get to do things differently. I know this year has been interesting for me because I, I've put more emphasis on uh, research and education. Like I have done more work around what did the holidays mean? Where did they come from? What are the really ancient traditions? That's always been fascinating to me. And so that's been a fun new change this year. And um, so I do think we get to fill in the gaps with something that's a little more creative. It might not be as social, but those are things that I can do um, on my own that um, bring meaning and joy to me. Mm -hmm. So I think, you know, that's, that's something that we all get to do um, differently. I'm just checking to see if we have any comments. We're good. Um, <clears throat> there was something else I was going to say too around compassionate communication. Um, listening is a really big thing. I don't remember what I was going to say now. I lost that thought. I had it. <laughs> um, well, I think another thing to talk about maybe is, um, sorry, I got distracted. Cars come down the road and I just like, oh. um, I think another thing to think about is maybe how uncomfortable some of those conversations get to be um, or clarifying I've been involved in a few uncomfortable conversations when you, where you don't really want to go out there and ask, but when you do, you get surprised. I've been very surprised by um, some of the conversations that I've had. If I wasn't willing to have it, it, it's just so uncomfortable, yet so vital to have those conversations because otherwise, what was your quote? Something about um, where facts are scarce yeah all the stories that show up right <laughs> so just getting comfortable with the uncomfortable it's yeah and I think that that helped me identify um what I wanted to say too which was the um compassion doesn't mean getting rid of all of your your um values and your opinions and your boundaries they're not um you know, I, I think that gets, that tends to be a, um, a sore spot for people. They feel like if they offer understanding and compassion, that then they are condoning someone else's way of life or point of view, which I think are two very different things. And I can say to someone, I don't agree with you. And I can even disengage from the conversation. I can say, you know, this doesn't feel productive to me. This doesn't feel constructive to me. 
and I'm going to go ahead and leave the conversation, I can still offer them understanding and compassion while doing that. It doesn't obligate me to stay in every conversation and follow down the path of every topic. I don't, I don't have to do that. Um, Having compassion doesn't require that. And I think that that tends to be a confusing point for a lot of people. Um, I don't have to sit around for name calling, you know, that's not part of an understanding conversation. Um, I still get to walk away when things get dishonoring. Um, But even that being said, even a person that I disengage from, even a person that I say, I I don't want to stick around for this unconstructive conversation. It's actually doing more damage than good. Mm -hmm. Um, I can still offer them understanding. I can still Mm -hmm. walk away and say, you know, times are really tough right now. Nerves are really frazzled and, and people's tempers are short. And I know at the end of the day, I love that person and they, they're a good person that I cherish. Agree to disagree. Mm-hmm. I think the other layer um, that we always seem to come around to, t- as well as that forgiveness piece, mm-hmm. if there's some forgiveness, maybe, um, I guess, for those differences and any harm that might have been caused. I don't, I truly believe the best in everyone, and I don't believe they intended to hurt or cause harm but it does happen. And just, you know, just understand that that comes from a place of either fear or um, unrest, or even that uh, tenseness from all those emotions being piled on top of each other. And so I can bless that situation and forgive in that situation and just go, you know, they probably have met their limit, whatever that is, and, and go from that point. Just and things are triggering right now. There's a lot of fear. Um, and and there's a lot of people and institutions preying on fear right now. And so I think offering some of that understanding too, even when we do have to graciously bow out of conversations um, to say, you know, no, I'm not available for this, but um, I, I'm also gonna really hold that person in some grace. Um, we need a whole lot of that right now. A whole lot of that. <laughs> Bless 2020 for bringing those things. I think that's one thing, one pearl from the pandemic is that it brings in, you know, more compassion and, you know, it or at least awareness and, and working towards compassion. So this was a very vital topic to have. Well, and I just, man, I value that so much more in other people. You know, when I can see that in somebody else, I'm like, oh, it's like a warm blanket. It's so nice, you know, like um, to see someone else give the benefit of the doubt. It almost like makes me want to cry because it's kind of rare right now. And um, so seeing people um, come from that heart space instead of the panic and fear and really rigid um, judgment. It's so heartwarming. And um, I want to be that. And I really think that we can all, we all can tap into that. We can all be that. Um, It starts with self-awareness and knowing when we're getting sucked into judgment and fear, right? Yeah. 
So, you know, embrace yourself. It always starts with us, always. Always. And, you know, we saw a lot of our political leaders this year acting really poorly, and they're a reflection of us. You know, we, we've been acting poorly. And so, you know, coming back to that grounded space um, and letting it start with us, being aware of our I'm own honoring space. Yeah, and then we can extend that to other people. We can extend that compassion. So, um, man, I think that this is such a relevant topic right now. And it's, you know, I can't think of a time we've needed it more. Um, I'm going to check one more time for questions. I don't see any on my end. So um, we'll go ahead and wrap us up. Thank you so much, Marie, for having this conversation. Thank you. Um, so with that, I just want to say we've got, uh, like we said in the beginning, we've got every platform that you can find us on, find our replays, uh, join our Facebook group, Braveheart Conversations, for all of our past episodes and to catch us live every week, every Thursday morning. And um, I hope you all have a fantastic rest of your week. And stay cheery, stay compassionate, mm. uh, let it begin with you. And if you have any questions for us, please reach out. You can catch me at defytheaverage at gmail.com or Marie. Marie at mariesgold.com. Yeah, please reach out. Peace begins uh, with us. <laughs> Peace yeah. begins with me. We love your questions, comments, uh, topic requests, anything. Um, go ahead and send that over. With that, we love you all very, very much. And we'll talk to you again next week. Bye-bye, guys. Bye-bye.